Oh, wow. Good morning. God morning. Hallelujah. Celebrate. Just all of the above. I'm blown away. Just the other day when we added France to our listenership, that brought us to 28 countries. Well, just this morning, (laughs) I checked the stats and we are at 30 countries now listening and we're ra- and they're ranked in the order or the numbers of people that are listening from each country i'm so overwhelmed and blown away i don't even know which countries have been added there were two more added since france i've got to tell you who they are It's incredible. Listening to this podcast at any given time is in this order. The United States, the Philippines, United Kingdom, Brazil, Germany, Canada, South Africa, India, Australia, Netherlands, Argentina, Sweden, South Korea, Finland, Colombia, Austria, Puerto Rico, Singapore, Indonesia, Slovakia, Spain, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Ireland, Malaysia, Russia, Kenya, and I believe Kenya's new, Papua New Guinea, France, the Czech Republic, and Vietnam. Let me tell you, (laughs) I am blown away. That is 30 countries. And honestly, we had 27. And then France came in and that was 28. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, listeners. Let's keep spreading the words. I'm over the moon. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started, by the way. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Today is December 3rd, and I'm dedicating this podcast to Dorothy. And her last name is Banks. And she may or may not be listening, but I hope so. I just met her yesterday, and she was walking around. She had a shirt on that said, in bold letters, just God, period. And I commented on her shirt and she said, well, I wore this shirt just so you could see it. And then we chatted on and on and uh, she shared a lot about her Christian walk, her Christian life, and just how God is blessing her every day. So she said, I may not get to the podcast in the morning, but I'll get to it. 
She says she's got so much to do doing God's work. So amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, let us pray. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now, right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And those of you who are able, grab your Bible. We'll be right back in a minute. And you know what time it is. Let us jump right off and get our marching orders for the day. These are instructions directly from the Lord's mouth. And I don't care if there's no time left for anything else. These are that important. Proverbs 3, trusting in the Lord. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Do not be impressed by your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. 
Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline and don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child to whom he delights. We just had that conversation, Nicole. Awesome. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies, Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you down delightful paths. All her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. By wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By understanding, he created the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep fountains of the earth burst forth, and the new dew settles beneath the night sky. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them, for they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear and you will lie down and sleep soundly. You will not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to help them. If you can help your neighbor now, don't say come back tomorrow and then I'll help you. Don't plot harm against your neighbor for those who live nearby trust you. Don't pick a fight without reason when no one has done you harm. Don't envy violent people or copy their ways. Such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. The Lord curses the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the upright. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. Amen. Four minutes, 36 seconds. That's a modern version of the Proverbs so that you can clearly understand them. But whatever Bible you're reading them in, just dig deep. The wisdom is there. The knowledge is for you to have. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more prayers.
And now, God's purpose for your life. Psalm 25, 8 says, Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in the way. Often our difficulty in trusting God is rooted in the tension we see between his authority and his love. Some people think of the Lord as an authoritarian, a cold and distant ruler, moving us about as pawns. His laws seem harsh and his ways appear to be strange and uncaring. So they obey out of fear rather than loving reverence. Others imagine God as so tender that he merely nods at our failings because he understands we are weak. Because we're his frail children, he doesn't really expect that much from us. Well, neither of these caricatures is accurate. Rather, we must hold these two aspects of God's character. His authority and his love must be in balance. Yes, his ways are higher and more wonderful than we can possibly imagine. And we should always obey him because he is worthy of our respect. But he's also unconditionally caring toward us. So we can always trust his direction even when we don't understand it. Therefore, today be certain that even God's most difficult commands are not heartless, but given out of his deepest love for you and will ultimately lead to blessings. Yes, submitting to him may sometimes be difficult, but he will always, always lead you to liberty and joy. Jesus, you are God. Out of respect and love for you, I will obey. Amen and hope for each day actually has a lot to say. <laughs> it's natural to wonder what heaven must be like. Are the streets really paved with gold? Will we know each other? What will we do with our spare time? These are a hundred other questions uh, that crowd our minds. And to be honest, the Bible doesn't answer all of our questions about heaven. And heaven is so glorious. Our hearts and minds are so limited that we can only dimly perceive its grandeur. I often think of the Apostle Paul's statement, Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. 1 John 3 says, we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. One truth about heaven is absolutely clear. We will be safely in God's presence forever. All the fears and insecurities and sorrows and disappointments that afflict us here on earth will be banished so too will all the weaknesses and sins and failures that mark our lives right now. We will be changed, for we will be like Christ. When life weighs you down, turn your heart to Christ, 
for someday you will see him and all life's burdens will be lifted from your shoulders forever. Amen. Amen. When God opens a door, what possible excuse can we have for not going through it? Revelation 3.7 says, What he opens, no one can shut. What he shuts, no one can open. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. All over the world, God is opening doors of opportunity today, making it possible for us to take the gospel to millions who have never heard of Christ. Some live in the lands that have been freed from the grip of atheism in recent years, and others are immersed in a rising tide of secularism or religious oppression. But in spite of the barriers, and they are real, God is opening doors today in unexpected ways for the preaching of the gospel. God may not call you to be a preacher or a missionary, and he might, but what will you do to help the Church of Jesus Christ move through those open doors? Will you pray? Will you give? Will you go out on a short-term mission project? The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few, Jesus said. Ask the Lord of the harvest and to send out workers into his harvest field and that you be counted among them. Amen. Romans 8.21 says, The creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay. Recently, some computers in our office were attacked by a major computer virus. Thinking they were opening a legitimate email, the staff suddenly found their computers running amok, unable to function as they were designed to do. Only a major reprogramming of their cor corrupted hard drives would restore them to usefulness. Well, we can't help but compare this to another virus, the virus of sin. God created first parents, the first parents perfect and without sin. Their every need met and their relationship with God was unblemished. But then they rebelled against God and that's when sin entered the world. Since that day, the human heart has been infected with the deadly virus of sin. Our fellowship God, with God was destroyed. We became morally weak and corrupt, and even all creation was affected. But Christ came to conquer the virus of sin. When he enters our lives, he begins to remake us from within so true. The virus is no longer 
and it does not have control. And someday God will remove the virus's sin forever and then all creation will be renewed. Amen. And we can only pray, right? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me into green pastures. He maketh me lie down. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Yes, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul, and he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Amen. Please visit anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support and just pledge your support if you have not already. I would love to hear from you and I would love to know that you're supporting us. That's basically all I need to know. So happy you've come to join me, to pray with me, to get into closer relationship with God alongside me, to understand God, to figure out how to serve him, just to be in his presence. So come back tomorrow and we will pray some more. Bye for now and God bless.